Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, Kayach from the Moyach, Extreme Martial Arts Demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, other Sabonim program, uh, uh, your, your yeshiva, your banos, your base yakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or a sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, Martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, qigong energy lessons, and so on. Uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs' books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhirps at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start. Okay, how you doing, Yossi? I'm fine. Uh, did you enjoy Shavuos? I most certainly did. Uh, I, 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 I went to those stories that you were at. Oh, that's nice. Good. Okay, so you accomplished a little learning on Shavuos? Yeah, and I even said to Hillam, too. Ah, very good. So you yates everything. Okay, so we got a very interesting story today. Now, I know that I must have told this before, but not in a while. Uh, oh, let me see. Why is that something? Oh, yeah. See you in a while, crocodile. Oh, we're not talking about that stuff, okay? All right, so today's story is a fishy tail. <laughs> What's so fishy about the tail? I mean, every animal has a tail. Most of them do. I mean, right? I mean, except maybe an ape or a gorilla doesn't have. I mean, well, I mean, a chimpanzee doesn't have a tail. I mean, but, but a lion has a tail. A fox has a tail. Uh, Yossi? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't have a tail. Uh, but you sure tell a lot of tales. Oh, really? Oh, oh, that kind of tale. Yes, yes. Okay, anyways, um, this story takes place many, many, many years ago. How many years ago? Anyways. Anyways? How many years is anyways? You didn't let me finish the sentence. Oh, good point. Anyways, between about 150 to 200 years ago. Wow, a long time ago. All right, go ahead. Well, anyways... This story takes place in Morocco. Ah, Morocco. You want to talk like this? You don't have to talk like that. Okay. Oh, we don't talk like this? Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, anyways, we're going to take you to the city of Rabat. Now, there are some names. I know. Don't have to tell me. If it doesn't say it in the safer or the storybook, then you're making up some names, right? Uh, that's right. Um, yeah. That's correct. Mm hmm. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, um, <clears throat> we're going to go straight to Rabat. Uh, a, ro a robot? A ro no, Rabat. Rabat. Oh. Uh, uh, Rabat is like uh, one of the cities in Morocco. How'd you figure it out? Oh, I don't know. I guess I was paying attention. It's about time. Okay. Anyways. The governor, we're going to call him 
the Rabat governor. Oh, we're going to call him the Rabat governor? Are you going to be interrupting me all the time? It's not even Adar. We're still in Sivan. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> okay. Anyways, the Rabat governor, we're going to call him Kuku Kedaba. Kuku Kedaba. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Anyway, so what happened? <clears throat> you see? Am I getting annoying? You see? Oh, you see that Yassi is getting annoying. Okay, uh, I'll try to be quiet. That's a great idea. You know what else you could do if you have a problem staying quiet? Uh, like I could tell the story. Do you know it? Um, well, I you told it before, right? That's right. So maybe I know it. It happened about 150 to 200 years ago. And? And I'm waiting for you to say the next word, so I'll know what to say next. You're funny. I know. Anyways, okay, so you tried to control yourself so I could tell the story. Anyways, in the city of Rabat, yeah, so there was the governor, Kuka Kedaba. Ah, Kedaba, okay. All right, anyways, this governor was sitting in his, I don't know if it was a palace, a mansion, or whatever, in his uh, uh, fancy abode. Oh, (laughs) cool. Yeah, anyways. <clears throat> so he was sitting there in his fancy abode, and he was thinking, ha. <laughs> It's time for me to come up with a plan. How to make more money. I'm owning a governor. I make a certain amount of money. But, you know, governor doesn't make a lot of money. <laughs> I need to make a lot more money. Hmm. Can't become the king. I'll chop off my head because that runs in the family. <laughs> Boy, I would have a lot of money if I did that. <laughs> I mean, not to chop off his head. I mean, well, whatever. Okay, so what am I going to do? How am I going to make money? Hmm. Uh, let me, let me, uh, uh, see what I'm going to do. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, let's see now. Okay. So, um, let me think about this. Um, wait a minute. I got it. I got it. I got it. Eh, 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 Come in here. Huh? Oh, that's me. <laughs> what can I do for you, your, 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 your majesty, your humble highness, your governorship? Uh, what can I do for you? <laughs> yes, I am the governor. Yes, now listen to me. I have an idea. And it's a terrific idea. All right, I want you to do me a favor and send this message to my friend that works in the king's palace, and I'm going to meet with him. <laughs> oh, dear, oh my. are you going to make the governorship all the way down to the Morocco, uh, the king's palace? No, 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 no. Rabat is in Morocco, remember? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, I'll take the message to him. Uh... Okay, this is a message like I should call him to come here. Yes, but cell phones weren't invented, so you have to do it this way. Now get moving, quick! And sure enough, he sent a message to his friend. And Cabasso came over. What is it that you want from me? Hmm? My good friend. Kukukadaba. <laughs> You're not satisfied that I got you to become the governor? I had the king appoint you as the governor. Why aren't you happy with that? You look very sad. You know you can't become the king. 
because if you try to become the king, the king's family will have your head. <laughs> I know that, but that's not what I want. What I want is something else. I thought of a way I could make money. You see, the king, he's rich. He sits in his palace. He has advisors. He has this, and you're an advisor. Get it? Yes, I am. I am an advisor, yes. What about it? Well, listen here. I want you to give him some advice. Tell him he can make more tax money if he does the following item. If he goes over and, uh, are you ready for this? Sells the right to collect tax to the highest bidding governor or whatever. Now, whoever pays the highest bid, he is in charge of that tax and would have to give a, a certain amount of money. Oh, let's say uh, uh, 1,000 gold coins, uh, golden pieces or whatever. Gives 1,000 golden coins and he gives that uh, to the king. Meantime, whoever bought the right to collect taxes raises the taxes to whatever he feels comfortable with and whatever he gets above the 1,000 gold coins or or gold uh, whatever, <laughs> becomes his. That's a very good idea. Hmm, maybe I should buy the rights of some of these things and I can enhance my salary. It's a very good idea. Well, you got to give it to the, <laughs> to the, to the king. Well, why don't you give it? <laughs> because I want to bid for something very special. Now you'll listen to me. You're going to be in charge, probably, since you know the king. When somebody gives him advice, he sometimes says, okay, you be in charge since it's your idea, right? Oh, uh, yes, sometimes he does that, yes. What about it? Well, listen to me. What I want is, you see, in Rabat, there are a lot of Jewish people there. You know that? Well, if you're telling me there is, then what about it? Well, listen here. Jewish people always buy fish. Where Kotchkit uh, Chapkis. Kotchkis Chapkis. Oh, you're talking about Lakovid Shabbos. Yeah, how come you say it so good? When I was growing up, I used to be the Shabbos guy for a Jewish neighbor. Okay, so uh, Lakovid Chapkis, yes, they buy fish. What about it? Well, I want to buy the rights to collect the taxes on the fish. Get it? Oh. That's pretty mean. So let's say you buy the rights to the fish, and then you raise the price as much as you want, and Jews have to have fish to cover Shabbos. <laughs> That's ingenious. You are so smart. I know that. I know that. Now, however, I was thinking that let's say I bid, for talk's sake, 1,000 gold coins, right? Yes, what about it? Well, what happens if somebody bids 2,000 gold coins? Oh, that could be a problem. So you would have to bid 2,100. Uh, yes, but if I don't have that money up front, I can't do that. So then what do you want me? I'm going to give the advice. What else do you want? Well, you're going to run the auction. And when I bid and I reach 1,000 gold pieces, all right, or coins, whatever they're asking for, then anyone who tries to bid higher 
you pretend you don't hear. And then you say, 1,000 gold coins, or pieces, whatever they want to call it, for going once, going twice, sold to the governor of Rabat, Kuka <laughs> Kedaba. <laughs> Sounds very good. And what's in it for me? I'll give you a small percentage. Hmm. I don't trust you. I want money up front. All right. All right. I'll give you 500 gold coins. Hmm. Fine. You bring me the 500 gold coins, and I'll make sure before the auction that the auction goes the way we want it to go. <laughs> Good. Excellent. Excellent! <laughs> and so what ended up happening was this guy, eh, Kasuba, or whatever his name was, he went over, Capasso. Uh, ah, oh, that was the name, right? Capasso went over and he went to see the King of Morocco. Eh, your majesty, you know, today was a very nice day. And I was taking a walk in the garden, and I was clearing my mind with the fresh air. And what happened? Well, as I was clearing my mind with the fresh air, something very strange happened. A thought came to my head. Your Majesty, you are overwhelmed. You have so many responsibilities in such a large kingdom like Morocco. I was just thinking out loud that what would be if you were able to collect the taxes and have people in charge of collecting taxes, and instead of chasing after this one who didn't pay and that one didn't pay, you'll always get the amount that you should get. Really? And how is that supposed to happen? I was just thinking out loud in the garden that what happens if, let's say, um, you sold the rights. So number one is people are bidding. So you're making money that way. And second, let's say you pick a town like uh, Rabat. And let's say you're satisfied with collecting a thousand gold coins for the right to uh, pick your nose in public. I don't know, whatever. Ew, that's disgusting. Okay. Uh, how about a thousand, uh, a thousand uh, gold coins for the rights uh, for the fish taxes, to collect the fish taxes. Ooh, now that sounds good. A thousand gold coins sounds like a reasonable amount. So let's see. So somebody would buy it, and plus I would collect that. Ooh, that's a very good idea. Capasso, you're very good. Ah, <laughs> thank you. It's not a problem. I'm very happy that you like it. Okay, so um, it's a good idea, you... Put out flyers, make announcements, spread the word. <laughs> yes, that's a good idea. Since it's your idea, you uh, take care of all the details. And since it's your idea, I would like you to run the auction. Hmm, everything is working out. Just like Kuku Kedaba said. Hmm, he's pretty smart for a, for a thief or a kniver. <laughs> oh, what did you say? Oh, nothing. I will work on all the details. And sure enough, all the details were worked out, and all officials, all people that were eligible to buy the rights to collect taxes for different things, 
they lined up on that special day, and it was like in the square area of the king's palace, near his courtyard, I guess you would call it. And everybody was there that was eligible, governors, generals, officers, whatever, officials. And they were gathering there. And, of course, Capasso, he went over, and he clopped on the uh, stender, if you want to call it, and he took his uh, hammer and went, <laughs> and then he said, I know what he said. He said, Myra Rabaisai, the auction is about to take place. Hundred dollars for Atarisa. A hundred and twenty dollars for Atarisa. No, no, no. This is not selling that. It's not Simchas Torah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? Oh, all right. The rights for taxes. Okay. All right. I want to know who is going to want to collect the taxes for um uh, for having the streets clean. And of course, people auction and raise the prices, and this and that, and people bought the rights. Okay, uh, the rights to collect taxes for fruits and vegetables. And, of course, that was auctioned off also. And people were screaming up and down the line, calling out their bids. And finally, as planned, All right, we are ready now uh, for the fishermen. Okay, the people that go collect fish... And uh, they sell it in the marketplace. They have to pay taxes. So who wants to buy the rights for buying or collecting, I should say, who wants to buy the rights to collect the taxes for the fishes? And remember, when you buy the rights, so you're paying for the rights, that's one cost. And then if the king sets a price, let's say he says 1,000 gold coins to collect, for the taxes for the fish for a year, then that's what a person has to do. He has to give that. And anything above that is his to keep. Okay, so we got that straight. All right. What do I hear for collecting the fish tax? Uh, I, I, I bid 100 gold coins. Oh, 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 um, I bid uh, uh, 101 gold coins. I'm sorry. We cannot go in small increments. Let's do it 100 at a time. Okay, okay. Uh, 100 uh, uh, silver pennies. Uh, no, he bid 100. Uh, 101 silver pennies. <laughs> uh, come on. We must do this seriously. Well, do I hear 200? Do I hear 200? Do I hear 100? 100, 100, 100. 400, 600. 100. Between a half. Uh, uh, okay, I'll say three and a half. No, you cannot, because it's up to 600. Oh, uh, silver 100. Uh, 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 and as he was saying this, somebody said, Oh, I give 1,200 gold coins. Okay, so like I said, 1,000 gold coins going once, going twice. And so I said 1,200 gold coins. I don't hear anything above 1,000. Okay, going once, going twice, going three times. Sold the rice to collect the fish tax. 
goes to none other than the Governor Rabat, and that is Governor Kuko Kedaba. <laughs> My plan worked out very well. Yeah! <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. So now it comes out that this year, Governor Arabah, Kuka Kadaba, this guy now owns the rights to collect the taxes that fishes. You can rest assured, as you're going to see soon, it was not Mr. Nice Guy. Now, let's learn something about the Jewish people that lived in Rabat. They were very happy over there. The Moroccan king was pretty fair. And most of the Moroccan kings were pretty fair to Jewish people when they lived there. And what happened was is they were, you know, I guess you call it fruitful to multiply. And there was an old, old, very Choshiva Talmud Chacham over there. In the Sefer, it says he was an old rabbi. And one Sefer calls him an old Chacham because Morocco is like a Sephardi place. So they used to call the rabbis Chacham. Whatever it is, it doesn't give a name. So we're going to give him a name. And we're going to call him Elia. Okay? Because he was a godly being, so we're going to call him Elia. And so Rabbi Elia was not just an esteemed rabbi over there. He was also the town moyo. Yes. He was the moyo. And this town was zeichet to a lot of brachos. Many people had large families. Many people had children. They didn't go by a week and sometimes even a few days in a row where there would be bris milos. Yes, there would be bris milos all over the place. And of course, this Heiliger Tzaddik would perform it. And you want to know why there was like for this Peru Revu, this... Uh, uh, you know, uh, population growth, we're going to find out in the middle of the story. So I'm not going to spoil it now. Meanwhile, everybody was happy over there, and now things were going to change. All right. All right. Now it's time to up the taxes. All right. Call me, all of the fishermen, to a big special meeting. Okay, sir. Go to get all of them together. And all the fishermen from Rabat and all the areas around came there to this big meeting in Kuka the Kadaba's house. And Kuka Kadaba said, All right, quiet down now. Now you listen to me, and you listen to me good. I bought the rights to collect the taxes on fishers. I know people like to eat fish. And therefore, people are going to buy fish, no matter how much it costs. <laughs> Especially Jewish people, because they always eat fish, lekotchke, chabotchke. Oh, I think I mean lekovich chabot. Oh, whatever. Anyways, so, new rule, okay? You're going to have to pay 100. Get ready for this. 100 silver coins as taxes for each fish. So whatever your price is for the fish, plus 100 silver coins 
which is gonna go to me. Got that? Oh, dear, dear, my. This is terrible. Uh, excuse me, but, uh, if we do what you're saying, I mean, you know, right away the fish is gonna have to cost a hundred silver coins. I mean, how many people you know around here that walks around with a hundred silver coins? Be happy. I didn't say 100 gold coins. That's worth a lot more. Oh, yeah, sure, I'm very happy you didn't say that. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Now, I'm going to make profit, you know, I go out to the sea, I fish a little bit, and then I fish a little bit more, then I fish some more, and then I come to the seashore on the land, and then I got to sell my fish. But, you know, I usually sell it for a silver coin or two. But now I'm going to have to sell it for, like, a hundred coins or two. Oh, uh, this is the beginning. What do you mean this is the beginning? The bigger the fish, the more taxes. Oh, no, you can't be serious. What are you, a chazer or something? No, I'm the governor. You could be a chazer and a governor, too, at the same time. Okay, okay, we got no choice. And so the fishermen went out to the sea, and they let out their nets all over the place. Owls like Netzahama. <laughs> you see? Oh, sorry. What does Netzahama have to do with this? Nets, you know, they drop the fishermen nets. What's it got to do with Netzahama? Uh, maybe the fishermen have to get up early to dive in. But most of the fishermen over there were not Jewish. Uh, good point. Okay, so I'll keep my nets to myself. Yeah, good idea. All right, oh boy. Anyway, so what ended up happening was the fishermen were sitting there and they were collecting fish. Then they came to the shore and that particular week was Shabbos Kodesh when the taxes went into effect. And guys were standing in the fishermen. Get your fish here! Fresh fish! We just caught them! Fresh fish! Come and buy your fresh fish! Hey, real cheap, you know. Come on and buy him. Real cheap fish. Oh, dear, dear, my. I would like to buy a fish. I like that one over there. It looks nice and fresh. Cottage fish. I got him today. Oh, that's wonderful. So what do you want? One silver coin? Uh, not exactly. Oh, less than that? Uh, no, not exactly. Uh, more than that? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, it's a big fish. Okay, okay, I will give you two silver coins. <laughs> That's uh, the starter price, but it's a little higher than that. One second. You announced that they're cheap. <laughs> Compared to uh, what it used to be, it'll never be. But cheap, yes, because instead of silver coins, they could have been gold coins. Uh, I'm not following. Just tell me already, you know, I gotta go. How much is that fish? Um, well, um, are you ready? Of course I'm ready. I got my two silver coins. Really big fish? Okay, I'll give you three. Okay, um, it's 103 silver coins. Uh, what'd you say? One set of three coins? No, 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 sir. 103 silver coins. Are you out of your mind? Nope, just out of coins. Oh, dear, you, 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 my sugar. I ain't gonna buy a fish for a hundred and three. You know what? I'm gonna go to the next guy. 
How are you doing, Chihuahua? I'm doing fine. Hey, you want to buy a, a, a fishy? Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to buy a fishy. Okay? Okay. Uh, pick a fish. Okay, I like that one. How much? Uh, 106 silver coins. What? What's this 100 silver coins? Never paid so much for a, for a fish before. What's the matter with you? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? No fish this week. I don't know why you guys are going crazy. We can't help it. Uh, the governor, he bought the rights to the collecting the taxes. And before we even charge for the fish, we got to pay 100 silver coins. Oh, this is crazy. And so the Goyim did not buy any fish that day. But Eden started to come by. It was like around noontime and ready to buy some fish. How are you? Eh, Paruchke, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Okay, Paruchke, you know the kind of fish I like. Come on, show it to me, yes? All right, here it is. It's a nice fish. It's beautiful. You still remember what I like. Okay, now, uh, what's going on? Why you look so sad? I'm going to buy it. I pay you every week. Ah, I don't know how to tell you this, but this is 104 silver coins. What What do you say? I said 104 silver coins. It goes somewhere else. And finally, an altiate came, who doesn't hear so well. Hey, Paruchka, how you doing? Uh, doing okay, I think. Okay. Uh, Paruchka, uh, how much is that fish over there? He looks good. He's smiling at me. <laughs> he probably wants me to buy him. Uh, okay. Um, it's um, 104 silver coins. Huh? What did you say? I couldn't hear you. I said 104 silver coins. I heard you say silver coins. But how many? I said 104. You know me, I don't hear so well. You're gonna have to speak a little louder. How much? 104 silver coins! Uh, what? What did you just say? I said 104 silver coins. What? Are you out of your mind? 100? This is a fish. Four silver coins. Here, I'll give you four silver coins and you'll be happy. Oh, no. Sorry. Can't do that. Why not? Baruska, I've done business here for years. Okay, I'll give you five. No, no, no. You see... The 100 silver coins I can't forgive because I got to pay that for taxes. And if I give you this fish for five rubles even, I'm still going to have to pay 100 silver, uh, you know, uh, coins for it. Uh, this is terrible. Oh, my, oh, my. And finally, a rich man came. <laughs> I would like to buy a fish, the covered Chavez coiners. What do you got? 
what I got. I got here a fish here. A big one for you. Ah, very good. That looks like it's worth seven silver coins. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, it's a little problem. A little problem? What's the little problem? Uh, you're going to have to pay a little more this week. All right. Eight silver coins. Not a problem. Uh, you're going to have to pay a little more than that. How much more? Nine silver coins? Ten silver coins? Hey, I'm a nice guy. You need to make a living. Okay, fish like that. Ten silver coins. Uh, you're going to have to pay a hundred and ten silver coins. Wait, what do you think I'm crazy? You think I'm made out of money just because I'm a rich man? I'm not crazy, you know what I mean? I'm rich, but I'm not making No way. And sure enough, what ended up happening was that people got the idea that the fishes were expensive and nobody was buying. And since the Eden did not buy fish on, you know, the covered Shabbos Kodesh, the people were not giving birth to so many children anymore. And at first, the Heligat Sadik Rebellia started thinking, What's going on over here? Nobody called me to make a brish mealer. What is this? They think I'm an old man. They think I can't make a bris anymore. What's the matter with them? I still have all my faculties up here. What's going on here? Ah, wait, I see somebody. Yankela, come here. Yes, Rabbi. Tell me, what's going on here? Is there another moil that came to town? No, Rabbi. What do you mean, no? So how come nobody's calling me to make a bris mealer? That's because nobody has been born lately. What do you mean? We were blessed so much. So many people have so many children. Can I know her? I used to make at least one or two brisim almost every day. Now I haven't made one in a couple of uh, weeks already. What's going on? Rabbi, it's terrible. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, fish were given a broch of Peru or a to be fruitful and multiply. People were given the bracha, Yidin were given the bracha, prove who to be fruitful and multiply. Shabbos Kodesh was given a bracha to be highly, to be holy. If you put all these three brachas together, we have a tremendous chus. And that's why children are born very nicely. Nice, strong, handsome children. What's going on here? Something wrong with the fish? Are the fish dying? Are the fishermen not catching fish? No, Rabbi. They're catching plenty of fish. So what's going on then? Well, Rabbi, it turns out that, um, the, you know, the governor from uh, Rabat? Yes. Uh, Kuku Kedaba? Yes, Kuku Kedaba. He bought the rights to collect taxes on the fish. So? What's wrong with that? Well, uh, um, Rabbi, he is uh, charging like... Um, a hundred silver coins uh, for the taxes on each fish. hundred silver coins? Really? I will go to speak to him. I am going to speak to him. And of course, this Heligatzadik rebellion, he took some of his Talmudim with him and a couple of the elders of the little village. And they came to the governor's house, to the mansion. And the governor saw them in. And the governor said, Well, ha! <laughs> So, Rabbi, what do I got the honor to see you? Well, I understand you bought the rights to uh, collect taxes on fishes. 
Yes, that's right. You have a right to collect taxes. You have a right to make a fair, decent panusa. But you don't have a right to make more than you're supposed to. Now, we Jewish people, we like fish. The Kovach Shabbos Kodesh. We have all kinds of reasons, also from the Torah, why we eat fish on Shabbos. Now, you made it so high that none of the Yidin are buying. Oh, they will eventually. They're going to get so hungry for the fish. You're going to see. They're going to pay my price. And I'll be a rich man. So, I'm going to ask you one more time. Lower the prices. Absolutely not. I said again. Lower the prices. Absolutely not. You're not going to lower it no matter what? I'm going to ask you one more time, and that's it. Absolutely not. Okay. Don't say I didn't warn you. I get in took. I got gotten what? Uh, good day. And sure enough, the Rav left. And this Halegat Sadik went back to his base of Medrash, walked back and forth and forth and back, but he didn't wear out his shoes. And suddenly, when it was late evening, he called one of his Talmidim over. Shmario, come here. Yes, Rebbe. What is it? Shmario, I wrote something on this piece of parchment. I rolled it up, and I tied it with this ribbon. Tomorrow morning, early in the morning, you have to go to that cliff you see out the window. You go over there, and you drop this parchment in the water, and you go away. Don't talk to nobody before. Don't talk to nobody after. Try not to be seen. Yes, yes, Rabbi. I'll work on that. And sure enough, the next morning came. The rooster crowed. And it was nice and early. The Talmud, he said, I have to give a seekin so I can fulfill the mitzvah that my Rebbe gave me. And sure enough, what he did was, he went out there after Kivisika Minion, and he went to the river, to the ocean actually. He went to the ocean, and Vayifem Poi Vafoy, he turned to the right, he turned to the left. He didn't see anybody around, and he dropped the parchment into the water. Then he left without being noticed. At least, he thought he wasn't noticed. And then, later on in that morning, the fisherman went out to the sea. All right, time to go fishing. Yeah, me too. I bet you I'll catch more fish than you do. Yeah? Ha <laughs> ha. The only way you can catch more fish than me is if you steal my fish. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I do it fair and square. You know what I mean? Like I drop the net into the water and part of it goes into your boat. That's all. But you know what? I'm, I'm very fair. Yeah? Why is part of your net going into my boat? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Come on, don't take me serious. Come on, you know me, I always joke around. And sure enough, they went into the ocean with their fishing boats, and they're waiting, and they dropped the nets. Okay, I dropped my net. Doop, 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 doop. Come on, fishies, get into the net. Come on, like you do every morning. Come on, fishies. I don't see nothing tugging on the net. I'll just wait an hour or two. And so they waited about an hour. And after the hour was passing by, after that hour passed by, they pulled up the nets. And they pulled up the nets. And of course, 
I didn't find anything. Uh-oh. There a hole in my net? Nah, these holes are supposed to be here. You know, big hole. How could a fish escape? I mean, let's try again. And everybody dropped their nets into the water. And then, after a whole day of leaving the nets in the water, they pulled them up, and again, there wasn't a single fish to be found. Uh-oh, this is not very good. There are no fishies. Where did they go? Uh, maybe we ate up all the fishes and there are no more fishies left. Oh, yeah. I could see you eating up all the fishes. Sure thing. Nah, can't be. And sure enough, at the end of the day, <laughs> Cuckoo Kedava comes by. All right, I'm here to collect your taxes. Let's go. Pay up your taxes. I'm sorry, uh... Hey, Governor, we didn't sell any fish today, so I can't give you any tax. What? What are you talking about? You're lying to me. Let me see that box over there. That's your money box? Yeah. Go ahead. Take a look at it. All right. I'm looking at it. It's empty. Where are you hiding the money? Nowhere. All right. Wait a minute. You don't got any fish over here. I mean, you sold all your fish. So why aren't you paying your taxes? I didn't sell any fish. What are you talking about? There's not one fish over here. Not one fish in your barrel. I knew that, because I didn't catch any fish today. Why not? Because there weren't any fish. What do you mean there weren't any fish? Did you drop your net? Does it have a hole in it? Uh, no, it doesn't. I dropped the fish net, and, and nothing happened. Ridiculous. You better not pull this stick on me tomorrow. You pull a stick like this on me tomorrow, and I'm going to find out what that stick word means. And then I'm going to punish you for it. <laughs> and sure enough, he left. And the next day, they went out again. Oh, dear me, am I. I've been fishing these waters for about 60 years. <laughs> Let me drop my net in the water. I dropped my net in the water. I dropped my net in the water. I dropped my net in the water. I also dropped my net in the water. I dropped my net in the water. Yeah, yeah, I dropped my net in the water, too. And they waited hours. And a second day went by with nothing. And he was furious. Campy fishes don't just disappear. And by the third day, by the third day, the fishermen came back early. They gave up early because they didn't see nothing happening. In the meantime, in the king of Morocco's palace, the king said to his chef, Oh, dear. Oh, chef, come over here. Ah, yes, what can I do for you, my great king, your majesty? Uh, what can I do for you? Well, you know, I love fish. You know that. Ah, uh, yes, of course, you love fish, I know that. And, um, I've noticed that the last few days, not one course on your menu had fish. What's going on? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Hey, your majesty, nothing is going on here in the cooking place over here in the kitchen, because everything is fine and dandy. That's all I could tell you. And if you don't believe me, ask the assistant cook. Hey, Pierre, come out here. Well, 
Er, Monsieur, Your Majesty, I tell you that we would love to make you a beautiful fish filet. However, there's a problem. There is no food, uh, 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 what you call it? Fish! There's no fish to be found! We go to the marketplace and nobody has any fresh fish. The only fish you can get is imported from somewhere else, but it's all spoiled by the time it gets here. It's not worthy. That is right. It is not worthy for a king. Uh, hmm. What's going on? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't I put... Yes, sir. You did. You put there uh, Cuckoo Kedaba. You put him in charge of collecting the tax money for the fish. So maybe he knows where all the fish are. Eh? What do you say? Well, summon him. Uh, I will order that you should come. And sure enough, he was summoned and he came. Ah, yes, your majesty. What can I do for you? Um, you know, I like fish. <laughs> I like fish too. So what can I do for you? Well, there hasn't been any fish on my menu in the last three days. Ah, that's a very interesting thing. I, I realize that uh, there hasn't been any fish in your memory. Uh, well, actually, I don't. I mean, now that you're telling me, uh, why is that? Because my chef says that there has not been any fish to be found. Is that true? <laughs> no fish to be found? That's kind of strange. I mean, I mean, no, no, couldn't be. I mean, well, um, uh, um, well, a fisherman did mention that, um, they haven't seen any fish for a while. Uh, last three days, I mean, they, they put the nets out and, uh, and, uh, and? Uh, they didn't catch anything. Why is that? I, I don't know. The, the fish somehow disappeared. Maybe somebody used magic or something. Well, I'll tell you what. I love fish. And now there isn't any fish. And you're in charge. So I'm telling you now, if you don't find out and get the fish to come back in three days, you will be put in my dungeon. I'm put in the dungeon, but I'm a governor. <laughs> but you're a bad governor if you can't get me fish. Now get moving. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, boy, this is serious. This is serious. What am I going to do? What am I supposed to do? How am I going to do this? Ay, ay, ay. That's what the Jewish people say. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, Ave. Uh, Ave is mere. Oh, my, 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 my. How did the fish disappear? I mean, well, can't be just the day that I take over the taxes, and all of a sudden, there are no more fish left in the ocean? Hmm, gotta investigate. Let me talk to all the fishermen. And sure enough, he went to talk to each fisherman. And finally, he met two young fishermen. Well, actually. Uh, you know, since we're new in the business, so we like to get a fresh start. So, therefore, what we do is very simple. Uh, since we like to get a fresh start, so we get up extra early in the morning, and we try to go out in the ocean to try to catch fish before everybody else. And, uh, actually, uh, 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 Jeremy and, and me... Uh, we saw something. We didn't think nothing of it, but maybe it's something important. Really? Tell me what it is. Well, we saw some, uh, Jewish rabbinical student, I think, like a young rabbi or something, and, uh, he was standing on the cliff edge, like, over there. Yes, yes. And he had, like, a rolled-up piece of parchment or something, 
and he dropped it into the water. Uh, I don't know what it was. But now come to think of it, ever since he dropped that parchment into the water, well, guess what? There hasn't been any fish. Aha! That's it! So the Jews are responsible. Let me go back to the king. And he went back to the king and he told the king. And the king said, Oh, really? Well, I want that rabbi right now. I want all the elders right now. And sure enough, all the elders were frightened. It's not going to be good. Oh, dear, it's going to be terrible. And the only one who wasn't worried was the elder rabbi, Reb Elia. Reb Elia said, Don't worry. Everything is going to be fine. Do not worry about a single thing. I tell you, everything is going to be fine. Trust me. Trust me. Let's wear our Shabbos clothing and let's go see the king. And when we see him, we're going to make the brocha. Baruch atoh Hashem lakayni melech oilom. Shenusan mechvoidoi levosavadom. That's the brocha you make when you see a king. And sure enough, they arrived at the king's palace. And the king's palace, the guards opened the doors and let the rabbi in. And the king said, well, now that you're here, huh, what, what's, what's, what's going on? What are you doing? And all of a sudden, the rav and all the elders that were there said, Baruch Hashem, Elokeinu Melech Oilom. What, what was that? It is a blessing. It is a holy thing. It is an honor to see a king that God gives you some power. Now, what can we do for you? Well, Rabbi, someone said that they saw one of your students throw a parchment into the ocean. And then since then, <clears throat> the, the water did not produce any fish. Is that true? Did you use magic? Oi, chas v'sholem. We don't use magic. Magic is against our Torah. No, 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 no. First, let me explain you a few things. When the Rabbi Neshelayim made the world, he made certain things that should be for everyone so people could live. Like water. Water should be free. The fish in the ocean. They were giving a blessing to be fruitful and multiply. And there should be many. Do you understand? Yes. Sounds interesting. Yes. And? And the only reason why we pay a water carrier is for his troubles to carry to carry the fish. Okay? That's it, the only reason. Because he carries the fish. And that's what, I mean the water. And that's why we pay the fishermen. The fishermen we pay because he carries the fish. And the water carrier... We pay him for carrying the water, but not for the actual water. The water should be free, and the fish should be free. And to charge such money, it's crazy ridiculous. Now let me explain you something. When Hashem made the world, He gave three special brochas. One brocha is, their fish should be fruitful and multiply and fill the oceans and the seas. The second was for mankind to be fruitful and multiply and they should have dominion. They should rule over the fish in the sea. 
The third bracha was Shabbos Kodesh. A day meant that everybody should keep it holy. You take these three brachas together, that's why the Eden have fish. The covet Shabbos Kodesh. And you have these three things together, then a Yid is Zoycha, to have children. Now lately, because nobody was able to afford the fish, what ended up happening is, that because there was no fish to be found, nobody was able to buy it. Because actually, it was found. Found to be with a very high price. And therefore, since you're not letting this be free, so I told the fish to go away until things get better. Oh, really? So you took the fish? I didn't take the fish. I asked the Rebunshim to take away the fish. <laughs> really? Um, very interesting. And who made this high taxes that you're talking about? Uh, your governor. Uh, um, uh, you know, Kuku uh, Kadaba? Ah, me? Ah, yeah, well, I have the rights to do that, you know. I have the rights to, to collect whatever taxes I want. Yes, but not Michigan prices. So, go ahead, let me see you collect taxes on fish that don't exist. You make normal prices, I bring back the fish with Hashem's help. And the king said, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. First of all, uh, Kuku Kadaba, you're no longer in charge of the taxes of the fish. There'll be no charges of fish tax for a whole year. Also, uh, Kuku Kadaba, listen to this carefully. Yes, yes, Your Majesty. Uh, whatever you say, yes. Well, listen to me. Not only will you not be in charge of the taxes, but you will also not be in charge of the government. You are fired. But, 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 but I, I'm the governor. I, 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 you are appointed by me, and now you're unappointed. Well, what do I do for a living? You will sweep the dungeons from now on. Take him away. But, 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 take him away. Now, Rabbi, there will be no taxes. Now will you bring back the fish? I have confidence that tomorrow morning I will go to the edge of the water and I feel that the same way Hashem caused the fish to listen, to go away, he'll cause the fish to come back. And sure enough, the next morning came. And as they all gathered around by the seashore, Eden, Jewish people, Goyim, and the king. And the king said, Well, Rabbi, go ahead and do your magic. I told you it's not magic. It's Tfilois. Okay. And the old rabbi, the Alter Rebbe, he went to the edge by that cliff above the waters, and he called out, Fish, fish, listen to me. It is time for you to return. Please come back. Come back. And all of a sudden, the fish started coming back. You saw ripples in the water, and all of a sudden, fish is jumping out, and the fishermen were in their boats. And they didn't even have a chance to lower the nets. Hashem made a strange miracle. The fishes were jumping right into the boats. And the fishes could talk. If they were able to talk, this is what probably would say. Excuse me, pardon me. Move over. I got this place first. Hey, make room for me. Here I come. And sure enough, that's what would happen. That's what actually happened. All the fish jumped into the boats. And the fishermen had fish again. But this time when it came to Shabbos, the prices of fish were back to normal. And Eden bought fish again. And they had beautiful Shabbosim. And babies were born again. And this tzaddik, Rebelia, was able to make bris milas once again several times during the week. Baruch Hashem.
wow, what a fantastic story. Uh, thank you. Uh, you stopped interrupting after a while because the story got real good. That's why. Ah, uh, I see. Okay, I think we have a few minutes maybe to take some phone calls. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Hello, are you there? I hear, like, static feedback. Hello, are you there? Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. 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 Okay. I hope the lines are not broken again. Okay, let's try another call. Hello, you're on the air. Ah, I hear something. Hello, you're on the air. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's Me? Yes, you. What's your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story? Um, I learned that you should only listen to your rabbis. Can I please speak to Yossi? Hi, what can I do for you? What high do, do you go to? What high do I go to? I go to Yeshiva Ayyalab. What? Yeah, Yeshiva Ayyalab. It's located on Tiger Avenue between uh, Cub Street. Uh, who's your rabbi? My rabbi is Yehuda Leib, of course. Ah, uh, can, you, can you come to my house? I want to become friends with you. Ah, you're just going to have to listen to all my CDs. Anyway, yeah? we, we got to go to the next Okay, when's your, next, when's your new CD coming out? Do you got the swindler yet? I have every CD. Okay, so after the summer, we're going to have more CDs, Bezal Hashem. Okay, have a have a good day. I just need to tell Rabbi Herbs something. What? You need to tell Rabbi Herbs? Yes, what do you want to tell me? Um, if you're saying stories on J-Radio and then say the same story, can you not say the same stories on J- on, on one of the words that you say on J-Radio? Uh, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Depends how what mood I'm in. And also, I never tell the story the same way twice. Yeah, you did once. I tell the same story sometimes, but I never tell a story the same way twice. Oh, yeah. Okay. You listen to both. You'll see what I mean. Okay, I got to go yeah. to the next caller. Uh, okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Hello. Ha- yes. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hi. Sorry that I didn't even call last week or the week before that or the week before that. I don't know why, but every time I try to call in, either the phone doesn't work or I don't know what's going on with the radio. Oh, uh, it works, the phone, and uh, just that there's a lot, a lot of people that call. And sometimes when... I know, that's why I couldn't get in last week or the week before that or the week yeah, before that. And some, Especially a lot of there. Yeah, well, and then sometimes what happens is when there's so many phone calls, the system collapses. I know, I know. I hope you're going to get it fixed one day. One day. Anyway, um, I'm not sure if I even learned the lesson, but you know, that story kind of reminds me of Yosef Nefeshavis. <laughs> Yeah, but this wasn't the same story. Yes, I know, I know. But, this, but just like the rich guy, uh, he lost okay. his money, uh, he know, lost I, his uh, governorship. Right, right. <laughs> it shows that he can't really get revenge yeah. on somebody okay. in the wrong way. Okay, anyways, Masha, I got to go to the next uh, phone call. Okay, so... I guess it's a lesson, right? Well, uh, you, 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 you almost said a lesson, but I got go to go to the next You can't get one. revenge on somebody. Even if it's just this. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, thanks a lot. I've got to go to the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, my name is Eliyahu Cohen, and I learned that... Speak a little louder. And I learned that...